Yo, it's Mix K in the club. Welcome back to Spiritual Journey Through Mental Health. So, within the first lesson was ground. So it was red, earth, and the root chakra. So the chakra wheel is an energy center, and it contains seven different chakras. And there are other chakras that aren't as popular, like the soul star chakra, the stellar gateway. But we're going to talk about the root chakra. So this is at the base of the spine, and it's a place for security and survival. But it also represents health for the legs and the back, your root, what grounds you, what holds you up. So the second vibration that I learned from Raise Your Vibrations by Kyle Gray was that you are an essential part of this world. I am an essential part of this world and it's important that I both know and own it. I have a divine right to be here and the universe is grateful that I am. Quote, I have a right to be here on earth. I change to let go of the need to excuse my presence. My presence alone is my purpose. Everything else is a bonus. It feels so good to know I am a facet of the greater picture. I accept that is my divine right to be alive and I'm so grateful for this gift. I am so grateful to be on earth. Day five, Mr. J came to visit me. It was lovely. For a singular second, I thought I wanted him back. But then I remembered how happy I am. He is my friend. He's going to find me soft oracle cards since hard ones aren't allowed in the ward. He's an angel. I wanted to take his guardian angel beads, but I remembered in a psych ward and that I'm in a psych ward. It is not allowed. (laughs) Anything that you can wrap around yourself ain't allowed. But it was funny because they would give us wired headphones to use with our iPads. We were allowed two hours a day of iPad usage time. And they would give us headphones. Like, what you... I'm not allowed to have a necklace, but I'm allowed to have wires. (laughs) I also got to see my mom twice today. And that was wonderful as always. She keeps me going, along with her stories about Sui, my Papa Ruski. Mom said she and Pop decided I had to take a month to earn my Pop's office. I have to dedicate my time to taking care of both myself and my responsibilities. Don't mean I'm not gonna start decorating early. I've been in a tiny room and that room trigger warning, has been a place of pain and suffering. I was raped in that room. And every day being in there, every day being in there reminded me of the pain that I went through. And it reminded me, or made me believe that I wouldn't heal. So I wanted to switch rooms. I wanted to be in an open space. I wanted to be in a place that had no memories, not my old room, not the room that I was staying in when I was at home and not in the ward. Someplace fresh with lots of lighting. Now onto the juicy shit. 
One of the guys I think is cute here, D, I learned that is his sexy self's name, <laughs> talked to me. He was clearly flirting and even asked if Mr. J was my partner and was like, you lying when I said no. <laughs> and then he told me he's seen me and he likes how I look and we'll deaf be talking. We fist bumped. <laughs> That's like a kiss in an insane asylum. He's 34, has tattoos all over his face, and I don't know why he's in here. What could go wrong? <laughs> Vibe number three. Right now is a gift, and that's why it's called the present. Quote, I choose to breathe with ease, knowing that life is present with me now. Knowing I am connected to the presence of life makes me feel safe and alive. I offer the presence of the present to others through my smile today. I smile knowing that life is smiling upon and through me. My presence is a gift. When I was in the ward, they called me the light of the second floor award. <laughs> and they also called me curly queen. And they also called me princess. My pronouns are they then theirs. And I don't like being referred to as female like pronouns or anything like that. But, I mean, I am that princess. <laughs> and being there was a constant reminder that I was safe and alive. I remember when my mom found me. And I, the first thing I said to her when I woke up was, I'm still alive. And she said because you weren't supposed to go. This wasn't your time. You're hurting so much, but this wasn't your time. And with that hurt, I choose to spread my light instead of allowing it to become and create itself into darkness. That's how I got into spirituality, more than just my Buddhism, more than just praying every day and talking to Buddha or meditating every day, I got into shadow work. Shadow work is the path of the heart warrior. Carl Jung. So the thing about shadow work is about, it's meant to make you reflect upon the things that make you hurt regarding yourself. The things that make you feel pain when you think to yourself, when you live with yourself, when you are with yourself, which you are 24-7. That's something you can't control. And you can't control the thoughts that come sometimes. But something that I like to use a lot is the imagery of the tree with leaves in front of a stream. So what you do is you imagine yourself in front of a stream the best way to do this is closing your eyes. So you close your eyes and imagine yourself in front of a stream. I write honk, honk, honk to you too. <laughs> and next to you on your left is a tree filled with leaves. And every time a thought crosses your mind, 
visualize it as words, as written words or an image. Imagine it as a picture and attach it to a leaf and allow the leaf to fall into the endless stream and flow away. This allows your mind to declutter, but with shadow work, you're diving into the side of yourself that feels dark, bringing your shadow to light. Working on your shadow, the part of you that feels like it's not exactly all there, the part of you that thinks dark thoughts, the part of you that feels pain, it will help you heal from past traumas and hurts. So I started with this book and the first page says, all of me is welcome here. So the first prompt was what events from my past have hurt me? And then it asks you to appreciate three things about yourself and your life. And then it asks you for any triggers today, who and why. So trigger warning, I'm gonna talk about the things that have been painful. I started shadow work after I graduated (laughs) from inpatient care. So the events from my past that have hurt me are my four different rapes, my two sexual assaults, my dad leaving, my aunt dying, my cousin ending his life, my five attempts, my lack of full truth, using and abusing drugs and alcohol, using and abusing my parents' money, self-harm, my partners blaming me, and guilt. But the three things I appreciate are my perseverance, my parents being so supportive, my partner, and the communication skills we've learned. But the triggers for that day on 10-18-21 were a partial hospitalization program and that I have to talk about such heavy shit and hear such heavy shit before going to work. And I didn't want to go to work today because I was feeling incredibly overly stimulated. And that triggers me because that means I'm letting people down. And letting people down is one of the things that hurts me the most because it adds to the guilt. And, the, and guilt is one of my events from the past that have hurt me. And guilt is one of the events from the present and the future that will potentially hurt me as well. But I ask you to reflect what events from your past have hurt you? What are three things you can appreciate about yourself in your life? Did you have any triggers today? Who, what, and why? Reflect upon these things because it allows you to think to yourself, hey, I'm a human being with human being emotions. I don't have to be happy. I don't have to be joyful all the time. Or at all, really. You can be the fucking Grinch if you want to be the fuck. (laughs) But the true magic in shadow work is that you get the chance to see you're not perfect. And you don't have to be. No one has to be. We set such high expectations for ourselves. I have to do this. I have to get this done. I have to be this. I have to act this way. Sometimes we just have to allow ourselves to be. 
Just because you've made some recent mistakes doesn't mean you deserve to settle for less. And I remember a little Wayne quote that really gets me going. When I attempted suicide, man, I was so mad on that day, but you gotta let it go before I get up in the way. <laughs> little Wayne speaking facts. And I forgot to add another trigger of past traumas and events to that prompt. I was recently stabbed by one of my rapists. And my friend referred to it as crazy town. (laughs) So my stabbing was crazy town. And it led me to realize not only did I need to get the fuck out of my apartment and out of that place and move somewhere else. But it also made me realize that I hadn't healed from that trauma and neither did the rapist. But that doesn't mean I don't have a chance to still. And who cares if he ever heals from it? I don't know where he is now and I don't wanna know where he is. He should be in jail. But if he's not, then that's the case. Not about what happens to you, it's about how you handle it. And I handled that situation poorly. I should have gone to the hospital and I should have filed a a police report. But instead, I pulled the fucking walking dead and I sewed up my stab wound by myself with a sewing needle. And I felt like a badass bitch, but that's not badass bitch stuff. If you get stabbed, go to the fucking hospital, please. (laughs) But an angel number for today is 113. And that's perseverance. That's to continue going. 112, you need to ask your angels for guidance. And by angels, I mean that can be, for you, that can be friends. For others, that can be your spiritual beings that talk to you in your head or through um, music or through things that you see on the street or through things that you hear. Allow yourself to follow your gut intuition because often it's going to be correct. And if it's not, just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you deserve to settle for less. The things that you may go through, whether it may be as severe as a stabbing to something like a painful breakup or an ending of something or the beginning of something, it may be crazy town, but it doesn't mean that you can't handle it. I used to be a firm believer in everything happens for a reason, but that's changed. I now believe everything happens for a reason, even if it's unfair or unwarranted and shouldn't have happened. But the things that have happened to me personally and the things that have happened to you, maybe they were a completely unfair thing. Maybe they were awful. Getting raped several times is not a fun fucking thing. But... The fact that I have learned so much 
and I've learned to heal, learned to grow. Now I can use my pain from the past to help others heal. Use your gifts and your curses as blessings. Whether we see them as blessings or not, whether we see them as painful, whether we see them as delightful, whether we see them as what we see them, that's how we see them. And we should take advantage of what we see. And we can utilize what we see to take action, to do. My action is to help kids. My action is to help the people I love. My action is to help myself. Your action may be different, but it doesn't mean that your action isn't important. When I talked about falling into old habits, I talked about getting a new sugar daddy. (laughs) And he would just send me money, and I would just, you know, spend time with him or be nice to him. But then he started asking for photos. And then I told them, you know, with all of the sexual abuse that I've been through, I'm not comfortable with, you know, being physical or doing anything like that. He was like, I completely understand. But then he sent me a text, last call, blindfolded mutual masturbation for $200. (laughs) And I was like, nigga. (laughs) What? And it was enough for me, dog. But, you know, maybe somebody else took that $200, and I hope they used it to their liking. (laughs) But it's about respecting people and their boundaries, and that wasn't respecting my boundaries. So I ended the sugar daddy relationship right then and there. And then I realized that Mr. J was truly the one for me. He showed up at the hospital every other day, He gave me protection beads. He gave me unconditional love and support. And I realized that that's what I deserve, someone who's there through the dark times. And in my past, I had people who were there for my dark times as well, but it took a toll on them. It really hurt them. But I know with Mr. J, Yes, it hurts him because when you love someone or care for people, when they're hurting, you're hurting. But it doesn't mean you stop caring or stop taking action. When you don't care, you don't take action. So my request from you today is to care. That way you can care for yourself and for others in the way that you do. Don't adhere to what other people need or say or do. Adhere to how you live your life. You're a beautiful being of light and your light should shine the way it's meant to shine, not the way other people want you to shine or the way other people may shine. It's your shining light. Shit may be crazy town sometimes, 
But it doesn't mean that you can't take that town and become the motherfucking mayor. (laughs) We want kind, compassionate fulfillment. And find it the way you need to find it. Keep your body strong. Keep it safe. And protect yourself the way you need to. Love in your time. Love in your own way. And love yourself. I know it's not easy. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. So I believe in you. And I also want to end this with a crisis hotline. If you're ever feeling like you need someone to talk to. 1-800-273-8255. You aren't alone in this. But just like Lil Wayne said, you got to let it go before I get up in the way. So talk to someone. Talk to yourself. Embrace yourself. Love yourself. And ask others to embrace you too. It's not a weakness to lend out a hand for help. It's a strength. Talk to you on the next one. Mix K out.